If we don't take care of our bodies, we will not fulfill the destiny God has on our lives. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today on the show, we have Testimony Thursday. And Pastor Robert Morris is actually joining us as he was on a show, uh, Life Today, with James and Betty Robison, and they are talking to, talking about uh, when Pastor Robert had a major health concern and just about died and had to be rushed to a hospital in Australia. But God moved in, and really, you know, thankfully he was healed and he was taken care of, and now he's alive to tell about it. Here's the story. So here I was dealing with a very busy schedule, taking too much, kind of like I teach a lot on finances, but a lot like not budgeting our money and overspending. Well, I was overspending in my schedule, my time, and my energy. So my body was in debt. So I was having these migraine headaches. I preached Easter, got on the plane, flew all those hours to Australia, spoke 10 times in 72 hours, (laughs) and just took more medicine, just kept taking more medicine. And finally, I called a doctor from Hillsong and said, I've got to have relief from this headache. He came to the hotel room, gave me a shot. He gave me, got me some medicine there because I'd run out of mine. And the medicine I took was just a little different than what I was taking here. And I probably was taking too much as well. And it eroded my stomach lining and what we would call a bleeding ulcer. But if you've heard about people dying from an ulcer, it's because it depends on where it erodes the lining. And if it erodes the lining over an artery, then you can bleed to death in less than 24 hours. And so uh, I, that's what happened. Where, where the ulcer was, was right, right over a major artery. And at lunch, I was fine. The headache, it had been four days now, the headache was just about gone. At lunch, we went to lunch with Tom and Jan Lane from our church, Debbie and I. And by that night, I couldn't stand up. I mean, I would try to stand up and get dizzy and just, just I even told Debbie, call 911. And fortunately, we actually couldn't even get through on the emergency line. I laid back down. I thought I was doing better. So I called the doctor. He said, uh, you're just probably tired from the medicine. Get a good night's sleep. I'll call you in the morning. Well, the next, that night, when Debbie went to sleep, I started passing blood and a lot of blood. And I didn't know what it was. I just thought my stomach was upset. Uh, but the next morning, I called the doctor first thing, and he said, you're losing blood, so we need to go to the hospital. They took me to the hospital. And they took me in this room to get all my information. You know how an emer- it's an emergency room, but it's really not an emergency to them. You're you know? sitting there taking all <laughs> the yeah, right. notes. So they're making sure I can pay the bill. So they're doing all that stuff, and I passed out oh while they were admitting me. Now, I would like to say, uh, if you're in the emergency room and you would like to get admitted, just pass out. That is the <laughs> fastest way to get, to get admitted. They came from everywhere. Doctors came. They hit a button on the wall, you know, so yeah. completely out. Uh, they started doing checking my heart. They didn't know what it was. They started, they rolled my pants legs up, you know, to get cool air on me. And I remember, this is kind of humorous, uh, I started coming to about five minutes later. They elevated my feet, put cold compresses on me. And I heard the nurse say, uh, just cut his shirt off. And the doctor said, oh, don't cut that shirt. That's a nice shirt. 
<laughs> I thought, while well, I'm alive and I get to keep my shirt, you know. So, so that was good. Uh, well, what they found out was, though, in less than 12 hours, I had lost a third of my blood. Wow. You're supposed to have 12 pints, and I had eight pints of blood, and it was going down. So they had to go in immediately. I had to stop the bleeding. They did that. They had to keep me in the hospital two days. Um, I got, and then I had to wait another two days before I could fly back. I was trying to get an earlier flight back. And the doctor said if I'd gotten on the plane with that, with my ble bleeding like that, they would have carried me off. Um, so it was my wake up call, you know, to understand I have to slow down. And so the Lord really, really used that in my life. And then I can tell you, I shared with you about how the Lord spoke to me when I got out of the hospital. Do you want me to share that sure. as well? Um, I, I got out of the hospital then, and they'd stopped the bleeding. I had to wait a couple of days to fly home. And I took a nap, because you can't sleep in a hospital, you know. And uh, then I told Debbie, I want to take a bath. You know, it's kind of the first thing after you get out of the hospital. But I couldn't stand up for a shower. And I was in the bathtub, and uh, she gave me a kiss and said, I love you, and walked out. And I had this thought come to my mind. I thought, how could she love a body like this? That's really what I thought. And I thought about all my body has put her through. Uh, you know, just a few months after we got married, I had done drugs before we got married, before I got saved. And I had cysts on my lungs from marijuana smoke. And I collapsed a lung. And so we're, we're newlyweds, and they're, they're taking me in an ambulance to the hospital, and they did emergency surgery with Debbie in the room. Finally, she left the room. They cut me open with her in the room. And then I've, I've been in the emergency room all these times. I've had freak accidents. Uh, and I started thinking about how could she love a body like this because I don't love this body. And then without even thinking, my next thought was, I, I hate this body. I hate it. All the things it's put me through. And then I started thinking about when we have a, a stronghold, a wrong process of thinking, Satan takes advantage of it. If you remember, the, uh, the demoniac in, in Mark chapter 5 was cutting himself with stones. We hear about people self-mutilating because the enemy builds on that stronghold. Well, I took illegal drugs before I was a Christian, a lot of illegal drugs. But then I got revelation on something I never knew about. Scripture says that he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. And I, I, I was very immoral before I came to the Lord also. Um, and even struggled after I came to the Lord in that area. And the Lord put that in reference that he who commits sexual immorality tries to destroy his own body, sins against his own body, because sin destroys us. And what I realized was, because I didn't like my body growing up, uh, I was very skinny. I thought a man should be strong and, and big. And I was very skinny, so I was very embarrassed in PE class and all that. Um, I, I remember I had an accident when I was about three years old on a tricycle, fell down a ravine, cut my bottom lip. I've had two surgeries on it. It it's, has scar tissue in it. I remember when I went to school, the band teacher said to me, oh, you'd be good to play the trombone because you have big lips. You know? <laughs> I, thought, I wanted to say, well, you probably have good balance because you have big feet. You know, I, I mean, it's not a compliment, you know. Um, but, you know, I thought I looked goofy. Now I realize... I think a lot of people feel the way I felt. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people don't like their body. Maybe they wouldn't say they hate their body, but don't like it, want to change something. Well, especially women. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Feel very embarrassed, yeah. feel compared to other women. 
Yeah. You do. Yeah, you I do. think so. And there's so much out there you feel like you're rivaling with, you yeah. know, that you're competing yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's especially hard on women. Yeah. And I, I think that... It can be exasperating and exhausting and damaging. Yeah, and I think that what the enemy does then is he jumps on top of that and we don't take care of our bodies, which we are body, soul, spirit. We are triune beings. So we can take care of our soul and we can take care of our spirit. But if we don't take care of our bodies, we will not fulfill the destiny God has on our lives. That was Pastor Robert Morris on the show Life Today. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Robert Morris, My Life-Threatening Experience. You can also find out more information about him at PastorRobert.com and the show Life Today at LifeToday.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless. Thank you.